Hey guys, welcome back to the Love You Mean It podcast. I'm your host, Katie. And I'm Adam. And we're so glad to be back with you another week. We have been pretty MIA for the past couple weeks. Um, we have not, I don't think, I looked at it, it's been literally a month since we recorded a podcast. Um, we kind of had a hectic couple weeks since the last That's time we recorded. A month. It has the last podcast we went up on September Dad's, 9th. We didn't live in Dad's house yes, for a we month. Did. So we moved in September 1st in your dad's house. Because we didn't pay September rent. It has been a month <laughs> since we recorded the podcast. Almost. Um, so we, the last time you heard from us, we were living in our in-laws house because we had very bad planning skills. And since then, we are recording from our house. I had nothing to do with planning skills. It was just like big miscommunication on all fronts. We've already discussed this. We don't need to go into it. They've already heard it. If you don't know, just listen to the intro from the last episode we posted. Um, but we are actually in our beautiful new home. It was a month of stress and literally working on the house every single day to get it where it was able to be moved in. It's still not done. We are still living in sort of a construction zone. Um, things are nice, but there are things that are not done. We finally, um, got a stove yesterday. We have haven't, we've been here for like a week. And we didn't have a oven or stove because our we had to run gas to our stove in order to have it. And then our laundry room's not together yet. And our bathrooms are kind of still out of order. But We had to run some gas. Okay. Maybe. That was a collective we. I did not run any gas. Okay. And we had to unpack. That was also a collective we because you didn't unpack anything. I did. What did you unpack? Uh, all this furniture. I... But I put everything in the furniture and put it into place. And you didn't even unpack the furniture. Your brothers did. Oh, I unpacked it. You didn't take a single thing out of a box. Uh, I took the oven out of a box. <laughs> Congratulations. Unpacked. You didn't take any of our stuff out of your box. <laughs> and put it in another place. I think I hung a couple shirts. No, Technically, I unpacked the car. I loaded all the clothes in the car, and then I unpacked them out of the car. And put them on the bed for me to put in the... But I unpacked You did not unpack anything. Unpacking is the process. You hung them. I unpacked them. Unpacking is the process of taking things out of boxes and putting them where they belong. What were the clothes packed in? (laughs) The car. (laughs) False. He didn't help with anything. Um, So that's kind of where we've been for the past month. What, What would you say... What else did we do? We haven't really done much. We've had a couple of photo shoots. Um, I am now fully employed at home. I by myself. I am no longer an employee of someone else. Um, so that's in a change. I I'm a housewife now. Mm-hmm. Straight up, gonna bake some cookies. My school year's in full full, I guess. I don't think I don't think they were like You were just here. I was just starting off, yeah. And now it's fully going. I've never been so thankful to be a college dropout. Yeah. Like, it's actually not, it's not that much, but it feels like a lot. When you, the COVID gave me like a six month summer. Yeah. It felt like anyway, pretty much. So in it that was six weird months, going back to school. In that six Even though months. I went to school during that, but it was online and it wasn't classes with any. In that six months, you got married and bought a house since COVID hit. Yeah, flourishing. And we're getting a dog. Oh my gosh, that's the most exciting thing. We are like 
tomorrow will be two weeks exactly from where we get Charlie. So that's really exciting. We're really excited. The fact that we're going to get Charlie in a couple of weeks. I have already added all of her stuff to Amazon and have started just picturing her being here. I'm very excited to have somebody with me all day because I am home alone all day, which is great. I love my job, but sometimes it'd be nice to like take her for a walk or get to play with her or just like have another living creature here besides me and my mom's on the front porch. So, um, so that's kind of where we've been the last month, but we are going to go back into weekly episodes. We just kind of made the decision like we need to get out of our house so we could stop living with our in-laws, even though they're great and we're so thankful that they let us live with them. Um, we were ready to be in our own home, so we really need, didn't have time to be recording episodes and things because we needed to get a move on and work on our house. Mm-hmm. So, Well, really the only thing stopping us from moving in was the floors being done once that was done. We, no, we still had some work. We did a lot of work here. before the floors. Just, I'm talking about, but we had like a week's worth of work after the floors. In a week we before the floors? Before the, we just wanted to get it like where you didn't feel super stressed well, livable <laughs> like our house is livable like there's still work to be done although i feel like there's always work to be done um but our house is livable now a clean size bed again oh it's so nice uh, oh, okay so. springs good bed <laughs> oh my gosh that is something we learned this week since we bought our mattress adam got it for like christmas a couple years ago Come um on. i got three. it while i was in college probably four years ago or it so. was three it was your sophomore year your senior it's been three years three or four Three. Okay. Um, and so we ha- had had our bed always on that box spring that he's had. That's probably older than both of us. Definitely older than both of us. Yeah. Um, and it had always had a dip in the middle. Um, and so we, as, like, as soon as we got married, it was just so annoying because we'd all roll into the middle and, like. It was cute. It was real cute. But, like, <laughs> so for our entirety of our marriage, I have been asking him to buy a headboard and frame for our bed because just wanted one for aesthetics yeah well we did for them when we moved in the new house we ordered one and it, it didn't require a box ring so we didn't have the rock string on it and as soon as we put our bed on the flat thing it no longer rolled to the middle so that's when we discovered that box springs go bad uh-huh. so what are your high what's your we're gonna do highs and lows so What's your low of the past? It can be the past month. <laughs> Let's just do the past week. Good Lord. The past little bit. <laughs> high and low. I mean, I don't know. I've just been living in a steady high. No lows. No lows. You don't have a single low. I feel you good. have to I'm have a tired. low. You have to have a low. That's that's the podcast. It's format. all highs. I just moved in my house. You're unprepared. I've been riding that high for forever. What kind of low would there be? I don't know. His lows, he's tired, I guess. That's your terrible podcaster. Like, you have one job. I prepare all of this information. Your only <laughs> job is to come in with a high and a low. I'm just an optimist at heart. And on top of that, I don't have a low. My life's pretty perfect. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a low for Currently, you. Currently, anyway. Goodness. Okay, well, my low is the last couple of days. I just have not been feeling the best. I've been pretty lethargic. I think I'm getting my period, and that's probably got something to do with it. I have, like, some... Why is that low? Uh, could be a good thing. It's not a good... I mean, it, not my period is not the low. The way I'm feeling is the low. 
he would let me talk about Milo because I came prepared. Um, our Milo of the week is like every time I start taking some vitamins for it because it's just so intense. Like my mood swings that go from like when I'm ovulating to when I'm not. True story. Like I am so productive. I had the best mood whenever like during my ovulation period. And as soon as that's over, like I, especially as you start inching towards my period, um, I just get like so like in such a bad mood. I don't feel good. I'm tired. I have no productivity. So I started taking vitamins for it to see. I did some research and tried to do some holistic stuff to help with it. And I feel like it has helped like where I would have had a two week period of just being awful. It hasn't been that. It just started like a couple days ago, um, but it's still annoying. So I'm going to try some more things and see if it helps um, because I do not want to go birth control because I hate it. So we're going to go with that low. So what is your high of your last week? Isn't our high the same? No. It's not? Mm-mm. Moving in the house? Mm-mm. That's mine. I'm so happy to be here. Well, I did a bunch of stuff. Could be a high. Put the stove in. That's great. I love cooking. We haven't cooked with it yet. Hung a TV. That was That's a high. That's nice. The TV is now higher off of the ground. Whoa. Like next week, my high hopefully will be having um, definitely moving in the house. What if that's not your high? What is my high has to do with moving in the house, but my high was like having our own space, and like I feel like oh. I am so happy creating a home here. Like it's been so sweet to like put things in their place and like a mat, like get things together and organized and stuff. Like I just love organizing things. So while it's a little stressful because there's a lot to do, I'm slowly now this couple last couple days, I've really started to feel like I have made some progress. Whereas before I was just putting stuff up and there was like more stuff. Like it felt like the stuff was multiplying. But um, this past couple days, I finally can start seeing like some progress of me organizing. So it's cool. I am a big fan of like household systems and putting systems in place to improve your life just like little things with organization um because i feel like i could not imagine living in an unorganized home because i like to have everything in its place and everything have its place and just create notice problems in our household and find solutions to them like we needed a place for our keys and our mail and like having that on the wall so it's right by the door so you can grab your key and your mask and um, throw an email Adam needs to read in there like just things like that that I think are great and it really brings me a lot of joy see mm-hmm. I'm just a big picture sorry guys yeah, just the house. <laughs> like, moving in the house you have two jobs what's your favorite part about the house like what's your favorite area in the house right now the living room I'm just glad to have enough room to sit a normal amount of people just wait till we got our couch. Our couch isn't in, so we have like a futon and a love seat right now. But we got like an L-shaped couch, and we're going to put another chair in here. It's going to have a ton of seating. I don't know, like the living room itself. Are you talking about this whole room? Because the living room area kind of is like five different rooms in one. But uh, I mean, the kitchen, dining room, living room area. That's three rooms. And there's an office. I'm just kidding. The dining room and the living room can be considered the same. Yeah. And I like that. The office I don't like yet because my desk isn't, you know, I have a desk there and it's my desk, but I don't have our desk. Um, Yeah, that air, and there's a dryer in it currently. Right. I mean, that that part of the room is kind of a mess, so it's separated. 
if you all want to see what it all looks like, you can look at my Instagram. I have some Instagram highlights that's full of um, goodness about our house. I love I love sitting in our living room with, and just like taking pictures of it because it just looks so good. So subtle brag. Yeah. And we are starting to put decor up for the first time. Like yesterday, Adam hung a couple of things. So we hadn't hung anything or done any decorating yet. I've just been straight unpacking. So that was exciting. Okay, so today we are going to be talking about um, marrying young. Mm -hmm. So if you didn't know, Adam and I got married, what I would consider pretty young, um, out of the people our age, we were kind of like the first ones that I knew of to get married, um, especially for my grade. For your grade, there's some that are about around you, I think. Like, um, we have a kill people who just now got married from your grade. Military people. I mean, yeah, but still. Um, but for my grade, I was pretty young getting married. I was definitely the first of everyone to get married. Um, I was 21 when we got married, and you were 22. And then we turned – now I'm 22, and he's 23. Um, so for our area, that was definitely young, and people are always surprised to know how young we are um, because we are married. And so I think it's weird for our area. But um, – one of the things I want to talk about is why we chose to get married so young. And I think that a couple different things had gone into that, that like had I married him at 20, I probably wouldn't be getting married at 21. We did date for a long time. Like we started dating when I was 15, Adam was 16. Um, and so we had been dating for forever and ever. So I felt like there that was the only next logical step, like to be get married, you know, to start your life together. But um, so we got married. We got engaged about a year and a half ago. It's probably two years now. Um, so we were about, I was 19 when we got engaged, which is very young to be engaged, I feel like. I don't know. It depends on the era of time you're speaking of. These days. We're talking about now. These days, that's pretty young. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I feel like – I don't want to say we set a precedence, but I feel like we made a lot of people look bad. Mainly I made other guys who have been dating people for around a similar amount of time. There, I feel like it was like Adam proposed to Katie. I also knew when we got <laughs> engaged that we were going to be engaged for a good amount of time. Like I knew we weren't getting engaged and going to be married in six months. Like I, we both had, we had had discussions about getting we married should before. Should have just got married. I mean, we looking back now. If you're going to college and you have someone that you're going to marry, just marry them. It makes no sense to wait. We didn't have any money. <laughs> we, I got, at that point, we you had would, just started making money. You would get married, though, and still just live your life normal, but be married for the... Oh, for the financial for aid. The financial oh, my gain. gosh. I mean, thinking well, back... depending on if you're not getting financial aid or if you are. Thinking but, back, though, with the amount of money we both made, we definitely could have, like... Oh, yeah. We could have rented an apartment and lived together. There was... His parents and my parents were always very big on us not getting married till after college. Yeah. And we took that into like a very big account with them. But now thinking back on it, like, you know how um, one of the Robertson kids did this. They got married at the beginning of college and then lived together all through college. And like 
had I been able to do it over again, I would have gotten married before I started college. And like, we would have like rented an on-campus apartment and lived together. And it would have been the same amount of money and we would have to live together. And we would have got financial aid. So, (laughs) wow, we figured this all out through this episode that we would have gotten married even younger. (laughs) Yeah, but you got to know. Don't pull that stunt unless you know. But yeah, that's what I'm also getting to. Also, we didn't, one of the reasons we got married so young, I feel like, is because we were very against living together before marriage. So we wanted to live together and move forward in our lives. And we, but we didn't want to live together before marriage because we are Christians. Um, and I just don't think it's for myself in my life. I just don't think it's a wise decision to live together before marriage. I know some people feel completely different, but me personally, I've read a lot of statistics about it. There's math and facts that back this up. Um, math. There is like, you can look it up. M-A-T-H math on this. Math. But there's facts that say that it's just not a wise decision to live together before marriage because most people who live together before marriage don't end up getting married because they take it for granted. So I knew very since I was a kid that I never wanted to live together before marriage. Um, so we knew we needed to get married in order to move on with our life. I didn't want to be, you know, working in a job, us be out of college and not living with our, like living not together, you know? And then also I feel like another thing with it is we both wanted to have kids young. So I never wanted to be that type of person who was older and had kids, like I always knew that I wanted to be a young mom. And I'm so thankful that like I found my husband and we got married young because I can be that young mom um, whenever I decide to have kids. But that was a big reason too, because we wanted to have kids. And of course we weren't going to have kids without being married. So oh yeah, I feel like all of those things kind of went under decision. And then the fact that we loved each other and we wanted to be married. I don't think you thought about any of that. I did. I thought about everything. Because I definitely didn't think about any of that. We've had discussions about it. You're lying. What? No. All of that is, that's all, that's way too deep. Oh my gosh. Okay. So what I, another thing that you mentioned briefly was that how did we know we were the people we wanted to marry? Like, how did I know I wanted to marry you? How did you know you wanted to marry me? Like, how, how can you be sure? And I think. You didn't know. I figured it you didn't out. Know I knew. Um, I, I carried. This. I knew before you actually. <laughs> I carried this. Fat check. Um, I actually knew before you because when I was in like the eighth grade, I professed my undying love to a room people full of people, including his stepmom and my one of my good friends Bethany, and I literally said the words, "I think he's the boy I'm gonna marry." Mm. So thank you very much. I knew actually before you. Didn't you. Even know me. I I knew. Okay. So, but once we knew each other, she was like, dang, he's annoying. I don't know. Um, I that's like, not how it happened. <laughs> I was so obsessed with you. I was always you. the stead, the steadfast on that I mean, idea. I'm that an you were the pushy, rushy one. And you were like, you're not going to marry me? Okay, bye then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Rude. Um, I think it, okay, even when we broke up, though, I still knew I was going to marry you. Like, it was never a question of if I was going to marry you. It was just like when, if this is the right time, if we are good for each other at this time. And you know that. So it's not time to flex over here. You did not carry anything. Um, We, I feel like, I I think this, I think this sounds silly, but like, I think it is a like, (laughs) if you know, you know, and if you have any types of like, hesitation or feelings that you shouldn't then you should probably listen to those what kind of hesitation though like because you're 
an anxiety ridden human being. And it, every other day you probably were like, what if he's not the one? I never thought and that. And then your brain just exploded. I don't know. That's how I knew that you were the one because I never once thought, what if he's not the guy I'm supposed to marry? It was like. It's like, what if I don't want to marry him? <laughs> because yeah. that would be too good. <laughs> yeah, but that might have happened. But like, it was never like, <laughs> what if like. Yeah. What but, if he's not I mean, the one? It, but like you know, people. You I can think doubt you have a to, lot of things. Though. I think you have to go with your gut, though. Like if something's not right, you could feel it in your gut. Like right. you know. Ask yourself the right questions, and then don't just get. Uh, I mean, marriage counseling for us is, I guess, kind of jumping subjects maybe a little bit, because you should know you want to marry someone before marriage counseling. But, but let's say you're engaged to someone, right? Okay. Say you said yes, and now you're, like, wondering if he's the one. Let's say that. Like, you should figure out why you're dating if you want to be engaged to this person, if this is a life you want to live with them, like, if you like them. But say most people don't start having serious doubts until after the question's already pulled, I feel like. So say you're engaged and you're going through marriage counseling. Let's let's phrase it that way. You're, yeah. I mean, yeah, you're – that's so marriage counseling in, like, the way that it's done – you should definitely go to marriage counseling. Before, by the way. yeah, like, but you do it, but not like marriage counseling. Like, I'm married and we're in counseling. Like, marriage counseling before you get married to teach, kind of like teach you some things about the other person, is a good thing for people that don't talk a lot. But if you're, you just there's some things you should probably know before thinking about getting married. But marriage counseling can help you if you didn't think about it. Mm-hmm. Like, but we I had would already- say if you don't agree on some pretty important things i think you need to agree on them (laughs) prior to marrying um and i'm trying to think of like a specific instance i'll let katie do that you should agree here's the things you should agree on before you get married kids religion the way you're gonna raise your kids Mm, yeah i mean that develops Um, together but you discuss There's these things in marriage counseling stuff. yeah i believe personally it. politically you should agree um not everyone agrees on that but i personally could not marry someone who differed from me politically because it has become such a human right issue that um if somebody disagreed with me politically and on these human rights issues i don't think i could marry them you just argue all the time i mean depends on what you put stock in i think people make a lot of those issues political but i don't think you have to issues. agree politically i think you have to agree on issues like and your ideals politics uses those issues to make themselves a face in the public but they're just issues that need to be handled and people handling them different ways creates the politics but like you need to agree on how those issues are handled. Not so much you need to agree on your politics. I think you do need to have a discussion before you get married about finances and whether it's what way, what are things are important to you in finances um, and who is going to manage those finances um, yeah, or how, how the, you're going to manage them. Yeah. I mean, that sort of stuff can develop as you're married, I think. But the kids thing. Kids is an important one that I feel like people, it's the deal breaker Overlook one. too, yeah. because they're like, of course I want kids. And they don't do, so like you ask your spouse, like, do you want kids one day? And everyone's like, yeah, I want kids one day. But they haven't really thought about it in themselves. And then if you just take that answer and 
they haven't thought about it that much. And then you're like, I definitely want kids. So you're not going to think about it that much. And then it becomes an issue later on, you know, and then you're just like, you know, maybe I don't want kids. And that's just a big, I feel like we've seen that happen and it's just. Oh, and when you want to have kids, it's discussion like I want kids pretty soon or I want kids in 15 years. Like that's a big (laughs) difference. And if you want kids in 15 years, do you want kids? (laughs) Or even something. Seems like you're just pushing it off. Something me and Adam have discussed, which you don't have to necessarily discuss, but I think it is smart to discuss, is what happens if you, I know this sounds really negative, but what happens if you can't have kids? What do you, cause me and Adam, like we made the decision before we even married that we knew what, I would have some issues. Um, there were some like signs there and I've talked to my doctor about, and we were like, let's say that you can't get pregnant naturally. What extent medically are we going to go to, to have kids? Like I am not, I don't want to have IVF. That's not something I want to see for myself. Having natural, like kids out of my biological kids wasn't so important to me that I would spend tens of thousands of dollars to do it when I could adopt a child. Um, so we had that discussion before we have kids and that I didn't want to do IVF and that I would want to adopt. And so that also needs to be discussed your things on adoption. If you want biological kids um, and what routes you're willing to take and how far you're willing to go to have those kids. And that's a lot of planning and that has, there's a lot more stuff involved with that stuff than just like wanting to, but. But I feel like it's a serious issue that like a lot of married people don't talk about because they don't ever think it's going to be them. But in fact, it's one in four women. So it happens more often than you think. I think communication in general is super important. And if you're going to get married young, communication is a hundred percent the key (laughs) To having that happen successfully because you cannot get married young. And if you are who you are as an adult, say two basically adults get married like 25 and they haven't didn't meet each other before 25. So these are two developed people getting together who know what they want and they know their needs, or at least hopefully they know those things and they can come together and mutually agree and disagree and get what they need but say like someone who started dating as early as us you know a lot of the time you don't know not anything about yourself but yourself is not who you're going to be it's going to be evolving for the next few years and if you have to do that with somebody and you're not talking (laughs) while you're changing it may seem like a totally different person at the end of it and that's not gonna be healthy (laughs) yeah you that's the biggest thing about getting married so young is that we are so different and dating so young than who I was at 15 or 16 or 17 or even 20 or 21 like um you have to know that this person's gonna change and like the core of who I am is still the same person and the core of who Adam is is still the same person but I know especially for me I've changed and grown so much and you have to know fall in love with the person that they're becoming and not try to hold on to the person they were um um so that's like the biggest deal with it i think don't you think 
Possibly. Adam has made so much noise during this episode. He's literally over here, like touching everything. I like it. He just looked at him. I'm like, can you stop? He's hit the table like 20 times. Like She mouthed it and you can definitely hear it. Because she yelling. thinks the mic, because you whisper, cannot. The mic is all hearing. He's literally yelled whispers. at me before this episode to be like, don't touch the table. He's over here like. Because she'll like be smacking her book and pen. <laughs> we need a mic stand. So it's anti-vibration. Yeah, man. Okay. What was it, what did you ask me? You just I distracted just yourself. Yeah, okay. What is the hardest part about marrying so young? I mean, we kind of we wrapped that up. It, it wasn't like hard the for, hardest part. Like that we went through. Mm-hmm. Specifically. Um I think the hardest part about marrying so young for us is becoming our own household without our families and I don't think that was necessarily hard on us but it was definitely harder on our families because we are so young that about what was hard on us no just hardest part about marrying so young like Uh, in general and it was hard for us too, like to create those healthy boundaries of you know we love you we realize that we were literally part of your family for so long but we're our own family now and we have to set boundaries there and do what's best for us And that was really hard to do. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I can agree with that. What's the hardest part for you? some point. I mean, when we got married, we just flew the nest. Oh, we just didn't talk to anybody. We were like, bye. That's that's not (laughs) what happened. But we just, we were, we didn't live with our parents anymore. We immediately got married when we got married and we moved in with each other. So we created our own family dynamic immediately. So yeah, you- I mean, we created that family dynamic. I mean, that might have been a little mm-hmm. difficult. Maybe not. I don't know. That's That could be a hard part. It I'm felt harder think. for me than it did for you because you're so go with the flow that you were like, whatever, like, we'll just do what they say. <laughs> well, if you just look at Katie wrong, she feels as if you're imposing on her own personal rights. Like, that's, it's being a woman, you've the- never had your rights imposed on before. I mean, apparently, <laughs> apparently I was having, you just said that I was, but I just went with the flow. You do go with the flow, though, more than I do. Maybe because none of it really matters. <laughs> it does, though. It's important for healthy boundaries later on in life with children in life. That you're, it's important. But, I mean, hard part, hardest part about getting married early. Ah. I'm just not feeling negative tonight. Ask yeah, he's got no hard parts. Tomorrow he'll be like, this is all terrible. No, I don't know. I really loved it. I, but that doesn't I, mean I it's like, not hard. There are hard parts. Like As we go through this podcast and you continue to learn more about me, and as all my friends know, I'm not a negative person. And honestly, when hardships do happen, if they happen, um, like sometimes, I just don't. I don't know. I just... Like Were they some- hard? Like, there. Here's the things that's hard. Like building a house while that also is- living with someone else who's not a part of your it's family. Not I can tell you something that was actually hard. Like the hard, something harder than like if you were getting married later on would be like financially we weren't as set as we would have been 
in 10 years, you know, like had we both been working I mean, yeah. in our careers, those can be harder things. Like we made it work and like, we're good. We are very blessed to have jobs that I was we have. I going to say that we didn't have that difficulty. There were times when money was tighter than others. Yeah. Maybe you felt that way because I illusioned you <laughs> to make you <laughs> I save will make money. myself feel like we have no <laughs> money. Like the other week, last week, we were fine. And I walked in and we had just moved in our house and um, I was like, do you want me to wait till Friday on pay to get groceries? And Adam was like, what? <laughs> like, I'm doing my job. We are so far <laughs> past. Okay. It's not even funny. And like, you're scared well, just, to go you get, can groceries. get some groceries. Like we're spending a, a lot of money on the house, but like, we can still, we're eat. never going to not eat. <laughs> <laughs> That's never been a this word. A- groceries is the top of the list of things that you have to buy. <laughs> like, <laughs> She wasn't questioning, like, she's never once questioned me, can I get Starbucks? (laughs) It was, can we get groceries? And that just shows you where her, like, priorities priorities lie. Because it it was like, if I need to skip groceries to get something I want at school. Yeah, I'll I'll just just not not eat. eat. (laughs) Some Skittles. (laughs) Um, Okay, so. What is the best part of being married so young? You're young. That's, That's the what best I think. part. Like we have like 60 years ahead of us, you know? Yeah, like I would hate to get married at like 40 to the love of my life or even just a little later because like we're going through the cool stuff like together. Like we get to do all the firsts together. I don't like marrying someone that already has a house. I feel like isn't as fun. Yeah, this is our home that we're building together in our life. Like, we are really building our life together. We didn't have a life before. We got to build it together. Yeah, that's the really fun. Like, like, that's the best part is, like, you get to literally create the dream that you had with that person. And if you not just married, because so many people get married young and they didn't date as long as we did. But we got to talk about all of this. And I think you should definitely date. If you're, de- especially if you're marrying young, you should date. At least two years. Two years. We say two years for everyone. No matter what age you are, I think you should date for two years. Right. But definitely if you're young. Yeah. Um, minimum. But it's just like everything we talked about, like I want this wedding and I want, you know, to do this. And I was, you know, and buying my, buying the house that we have now, which is my childhood home and redoing all this stuff almost wasn't in the plan it was kind of joked about yeah like whenever you're ready to move just let me know and whenever we talked about a home we always we never wanted to build a home we always wanted to redo a home and live in it forever like we had always talked about since we dated the fact that i moved around a lot as a kid and i don't have that place where i would consider my home um and so i always said like i want the house that we buy to be the house we raise our children and our grandchildren in and like to never move. And people think we're crazy. They're like, you're going to move. You're going to want more space. First of all, I don't want to clean more space. And second of all, um, I want my kids to be able to come back here. It's the perfect size where like, we'll be able to raise our kids in here. We'll be real close. Um, but also when we don't have kids, we'll have plenty of room, <laughs> like, yeah. but not too much that it's ridiculous. And we feel like we have to move. Yeah. So, but it's just like those being able to create your dreams with the person you talked about your dreams with, I feel like you don't get that chance a lot um, because you have a lot of dreams and say like high school and like high school relationships just they just don't pan out sometimes. Yeah, I mean, cause you're developing. Mm-hmm. 
and we made that we made it through that and we get to like achieve the stuff that we talked about together that's definitely the best part yeah and all the first like first house and We're our dog first together. jobs and first dog like not per se first job but first career yeah like we're moving forward in our career and like it's like all first all the development is definitely the best part like we bought our like we never bought a house before and we got to go through that together and we've never got to decorate a house together like all of our furniture stuff we've picked out and we love um all of our things are ours and our memories are together like we get to go when we go travel to these places like all of the memory, like literally all of our travel memories really for the most part are together for the past like three or four mm-hmm. years. We travel a ton together. So I wish we could travel some more. I know. It, we're, we got right? a house and it's like the travel fund. We we definitely like weekend trips is like our big, big thing. And we had well, just work to do on the house right now. And then we discussed though, the fact that we were going to buy a house because we can't really travel right now either. Like, now is not the time to travel. So, now is the time to... Bump COVID. I don't go anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know what I mean? Like, I'd much rather stay home than travel. So... Yeah. We're outgrowing that. I agree. And, like, traveling is just... And that's why we do weekend stuff, too, though. Because, like, Mm -hmm. it's not like you're traveling. It's like you go kind of hang out for a weekend and then you get to come back to your house. Yeah, like, I like being home. I wouldn't, I never considered myself like a homebody before. Um, but I think I didn't have a home. I didn't have a home, I guess. Cause like <laughs> I could just stay here forever. Adam today, he got home. He's like, you haven't left today. And I was like, nope, I have been here all day. I was in the bed. Then I was up until 12. But... Um, then I was at the uh, table. Then I was at the couch. You Monday, know, like, Mondays are hard. Mondays are hard. I will say. Your and, second Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Look, fight me um, um do it again too but yeah and the ah, the apartment felt that way to an extent it but the apartment ours. was not comfortable it was comfortable initially because we were just really excited to be on our own yeah but there were things the apartment was missing that aided in just regular day-to-day life well, like uh you know a washer and dryer we still which we still have an experience <laughs> I don't know, but y'all, we will experience. I'm it. not gonna know how to act in a week when I have a washer and dryer. Like I or, can just wash stuff right here. And in just the a house. room, a room that is set up the way you want it, and a house that you can put things in the way you want them. You can hang stuff on the walls without freaking command strips. Screw a command strip. Whoever invented them, I it's think, a horrible idea. They I, don't stick to walls. I think. It would have been plenty of space had we not been the type of people we are where we own businesses and have a lot of stuff associated with that, too. Like, we both own so much. Like, there's so much that goes into that, you know? Yeah, and I'm just the type of person to where I want to work on stuff and improve it and make it better. I can't really do that to someone else's property. Like, Like, with our house and the, you know, we haven't even lived here yet. And there was a there was a setup. The stove was electric. Like it was set up for an electric stove. I ripped the electric stove out. And because I wanted a gas stove, I ran gas line to have a gas stove because that's what I wanted. And that's mm-hmm. the type of stuff. I'll go the extra mile to do things that I want. But when you're in an apartment, you can't or really do that. Or building a closet. Stuff. Yeah. 
or, or just like, like extra space or you organization know. things. Mm-hmm. Just um, the all the improvements, the ta- like the little like odd and end jobs are just the major improvements. I love that stuff. And that's what makes a home a home to me because I don't want to settle for mm-hmm. something I don't want. I want to just get it done. And that's just, just my thing there. Okay. And then finally, what advice would you give yourself during dating? Like if you could talk to dating Adam and he was dating Katie. Don't um, do it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What would you say? Um, I don't know. Uh, Marry or faster? I mean, that's not, I don't know if I give myself that advice. I, I, I say well. I say marry faster, but in our situation, I like the way it worked out. I wouldn't change that. But advice-wise, I would just tell younger Adam to not, because I'm a really go like I'm really chill until I'm not, and it's just like just I was a too much on the side of chill sometimes. But then when I wasn't, I was over the top. It was like some things just mattered way too much for no reason. Just like, dude, just you're like in high school. Can mm-hmm. you just relax? Like that's <laughs> the, yeah. about some things. Like if Katie wants to see you more, it's because she wants to see you. Mm-hmm. You know, like just go see her and don't. You're not doing anything else. So just like make don't feel inconvenienced by it. Yeah. Cause like sometimes it would just be like, uh, like, I don't, I just want to lay here and like sleep, and you know I love sleep. But it's just like don't, don't feel inconvenienced about something so small. And then now there was reasons that I did feel that way because if I did go to Katie, she'd be like begging me to stay for like freaking ever. <laughs> but like, <laughs> if I just went and was over there a little more, maybe. I think for that I made you stay time. forever because I didn't know when I'd get you again. You That's know? not like, true, though. I've always came back. You know. But she's just super needy. But maybe just don't take that so seriously. Just, like, kind of be more chill about it. And take her thoughts more into consideration. I think that's the main thing I'd say like, Hey, like when she says she doesn't want you to go off to college, don't just ignore that and be like, it'll work out. I never said I didn't want him to go off to college. First of all, well, just, you just made it sound bad because when we started dating, I asked him initially before we even started dating, where, where were you going to college? Because he's a senior and I was a junior and I didn't want to have a long distance relationship. And he's right like, off the rip. Right off the rip, like a year into dating. Like, that'd be so hard. And he's like, oh, I'm going to go to oh, UC again for two years and then transfer to Clemson. I'm like, oh, that's perfect because, like, I want to go to UC again. Maybe, like, then we'll be dating for three years or four. And then maybe I'll go to Anderson, transfer to Clemson. Or we would figure it out from there because we'd be older and wiser and we wouldn't have been staying for a year. That is not what happened. He did lie to me. He went to Clemson the first year, and it was terrible. I don't know if it was a lie, but it was just like it you, wasn't a lie until it happened, and then it was a lie. Yeah. It was way too easy. Going to college is like buying a house, guys. I just want you to know that if you have the money to go to college, and your parents don't really think about it that much, and they just send you, it's very, very simple. And getting loans is really easy too. I accidentally my first, like my freshman year of college, I was like, "What's this money?" 
Yeah. I was like, I'm not supposed to. I was like, my scholarship is only this much, and I have like three thousand more dollars. It says award. I was like, I definitely want that. And then that was me getting a loan. I gave myself a loan with one click of a button. We guys. canceled that. Yeah, yeah. But but it's just it was also, it was way too easy to it, do. And it didn't require me to think about it at all. It was also hard <laughs> for me because I had thought about this and have been preached to my bones over and over again that you should not go to your four year institute off the rip. And so I knew it was gonna be a bad decision. Like I knew that this was not a decision, but I was just the girlfriend who'd only been dating him for nine months so i wasn't it wasn't my decision to make um but if i was taking it seriously in the relationship as seriously as i should have been for how i felt that decision was serious enough to consult your girlfriend your girlfriend and it's not that i didn't i was like what do you and then i told him what i thought thought and then i was like yeah "Eh, whatever i'm still gonna go (laughs) still gonna do my thing i mean and it was actually really fun. It was fun. It wasn't worth the debt. I mean. And it wasn't worth the heartache. That was the, the money. Katie is all about money. I don't know if you can tell <laughs> from this singular conversation. She always feels like money is an issue. I don't in think some it's an sort. issue, but, but I just but like there's it no wasn't debt worth involved it. with any. There's, but there, it wasn't. It, it has nothing to do with monetary but it wasn't anything. worth it. Nothing to do with monetary anything. And you didn't Clemson do well. You were more Clemson's heart. It was harder. Who's like, talking here? I'm just saying. Who's talking? She's telling her story from her own mental perspective, and it's false. Okay. Because money had nothing to do with money it. Money does have something to do with it, though. It, we would not have to pay that if you wouldn't use it. That's a side note. Just saying. It does have a, it was it a, does have a part. It was a, an absolute side note. The main thing that was wrong with Clemson is that you weren't there, and it caused me to be emotionally burdened. I would pay all the money in the world to not have that happen. Yeah, like so he I, knew that I had no intention in especially the next two or three years, two years, three years to go to Clemson at that time. Um, but it was really fun. And had Katie not wrecked three cars, she would have had a reliable vehicle to visit me more often in Clemson. We got it done eventually. Yeah, it would have been gotten down a lot sooner had yeah. Katie not been well, such there a was no driver. way if I my freshman my saw senior year, there was no way my parents were letting their seventeen year old go be Clemson. No, but I came weekend. home a lot. You came home every weekend besides two, mm-hmm. besides three. Sorry. Right. Um, so I put forth the effort, no, but, but it I'm just saying, wasn't like worth. it sucked for you. You felt terrible. You're like I'm missing out in college because I had to come home every weekend. But I was couldn't drive up there. I was seventeen. My parents weren't letting me drive to Clemson every two weeks. We yeah. luckily let them go there, me go at all my senior year. By the time I was a freshman in college, I had I drove up there way more often. We were doing like one and one. Yeah. Um, and then when I, I think was a if she had had a, a more reliable vehicle, it was me and we had been dating a while. And I think they would have let her drive up there more, but she wrecked her reliable vehicle. And then when I was and a then freshman, they did not reward her with another one. <laughs> Because she for like a year for a year, right? But that year long experience was what kept us from like reciprocating visitation. And then we did go to him come down a weekend. I go up a weekend. Um, kind of. No, by the time you were like your last year at Clemson, that's what we did every time. We flip flopped, and that was great. It was still hard. Long distance is still hard, no matter how often you see each other, because you don't. And then at the end of all of it, it was really expensive for realistically no reason. And really hard, like scholastically. But I would definitely, that would be what I would tell myself. Just And there's more decisions than just college. That's just a big one that sticks out. But like just 
just consult her more <laughs> and take it. Don't just ask her, but really ask her and listen to the answer. Don't just ask her and be like, well, I asked. <laughs> so, yeah. Cause I, now you're that. better about that because like you do, I think you respect my opinion more now than you did then. And well, you we actually, had only been dating a year. Yeah. But what I was saying is like, I should have respected your opinion more for how much I actually respected you and our relationship. It was just like, like he knew he was going to marry me, but he didn't respect what I had to say about him going to college, <laughs> right. which makes no sense. That was growing then. I yeah. Mean, he's a kid. You're 17. You should not be able to sign up for college at 17. Just yeah. I was literally a child. And again, you just let a child have all this responsibility with no pushback. It wasn't a good idea. <laughs> it wasn't. It was too easy. Of course, the kid's going to be like, you mean I get to go to my dream school and hang out with all these people and have all this freedom. And you want me to say no. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Probably not going to say no. That's Sorry. I think I would just tell myself, like, chill. Like, I... Tell yourself that now. <laughs> tell myself that now, too. But especially, like, early dating Katie, I stressed about everything. Um, it was the most stressful thing in the world to just think about everything all the time. And I was so worried about how he felt about me for the long, basically up until we got engaged, I was never assured in our relationship and never felt safe in it. Like I did, but also I always was like, but he could like, for a long time, I was like so nervous about if everything was real and everything. And like, we'd been dating for years at this point and it was all in my head. Um, so that's definitely what I would tell us. I was just like to chill, um, that everything works out the way it is supposed to. And you worrying about it isn't going to help it work out anymore. In fact, it's probably just going to start some more problems. So that's all I have for today's episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Um, we will be back next week with another episode. Um, if you have any episode suggestions, feel free to DM us. And my Instagram is at Katie May Harley and his is at Adam Clearly. Feel free to DM us episode ideas. We are always coming with new ones and we are always pretty well at rec- responding to messages. So we will see you next week. Love you. Mean it. Bye guys.